On the phone with me right now, we are chatting television. I'm uh, speaking to freelance writer, book and media major, Anne-Marie McLaughlin. And thanks for joining me. Hey, it is fun to be here. I'm very excited about... Uh Yes. Oh, my goodness. This is my new favorite show. And there have been many shows, but I caught this one on Show Me. Uh, You actually turned me on to this. It's called Black Mirror. And for folks who haven't seen Black Mirror yet, what are you waiting for? It's sort of a cross between uh, Night Gallery, Twilight Zone, and I'm a complete scaredy cat. Hitchcock presents, <laughs> um, but I can handle this, and I love it. So, Anne, why don't you, uh, you why don't you describe it to folks? Because uh, I just love it. Okay. Um, well, thanks for the opportunity to uh, gush about one of my favorite shows. Definitely. Um, yeah, Twilight Zone. I think you kind of nailed it, Jude. Um, a little bit of Outer Limits thrown in there. Uh, some sci-fi. Definitely very. Uh, very, very current. The, the ongoing theme really is um, technology. It's mostly set in what we can perceive as as a present day, with, and then some odd futuristic elements that are thrown in. But definitely, the way that I, I saw it is kind of like uh, a little bit of a sci-fi with a message. Uh, I'm also a Whovian, huge Doctor Who fan, so that sort of writing where there's always something that's a little bit uh, thought-provoking in there, and the black mirror of the title is, um, according to the writer, this is this is why it's so named. It's basically the surface of your cell phone, the little black screen when nothing's on there, or your computer monitor or your television set. That is the black mirror. So. I love it. And for some folks out there who might say, oh, sci-fi, I'm not a sci-fi fan. Mm. Uh, look at it more as a take on social media and the quote-unquote evils of social media, if you will. Mm. I mean, it was so smart, I think, for the Brits to really, really target this particular category. And as a result, um, you know, it's great because each season only has, what, like four or five episodes. I think um, even less. I'm, I'm going to say season one was three, season two was three or four, maybe. There was a Christmas special somewhere. Very, very, very limited, as you say, but definitely, you know, quality over over quantity. Definitely the the best binge watch ever because it's just wow. It just leaves you thinking and a little bit creeped out <laughs> completely creeped out but not so much that you need therapy because that's normally where <laughs> I would. no um i don't know if i ever told you this but now of course everyone will know i i do have a nightlight because i'm easily creeped out too but <laughs> it's not that kind of don't judge not really that kind of show there's definitely uh, an unease and uh, we'll, we'll get to talking about the episodes there's one in particular that will stay with you for quite some time. You probably know the one I mean. No, and, tell me. Uh, uh, describe it to folks and I'll, uh, I'll okay. jump in. Well, bear in mind, there isn't really any kind of... These, these are all standalone episodes. So the common thread, of course, is, is technology and, and, and how it affects us, for, for better or for worse. Um, you be the judge when you, when you watch the show. So no spoilers, but... Uh, the one I think that really kind of stayed with me was um, the white bear, and mm-hmm. yeah, and it's just really something to do with the uh, the twist in the tale. I think that's what people need to uh, 
certainly be aware of that this is, uh, these are, are surprising stories. You don't really, even a seasoned, um, you know, British drama watch show, there's no way you can really anticipate what's going to happen. And I think that one the most because it was that much of a surprise. The suspense was, uh, it was kind of unbearable at one point. I think we watched that together and it was just, Oh, this is this is really scary. This is really scary. I'm going to go yeah, get it's, another. Yeah, stop! I stop! Stop it! <laughs> stop it! Let's get another. In a good way. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me describe to people in 30 seconds. I'll try in 30 seconds or less what the white bear episode was about. So, this woman wakes up in a house, and it looks like the house is sort of in shambles. Whatever. She wakes up. She's groggy, and she looks on the TV set, and there's this weird symbol, and the TV's kind of making this weird noise. And she gets up and her head is hurting. And then all of a sudden, uh, this she goes outside and she sees people looking at her and they're all uh, they're all um, videotaping her with their iPhones. And she's saying, hello, hello, what's going on? Why isn't anybody talking to me? Then all of a sudden, out of this blue, this guy comes and starts chasing her. And as he's chasing her, nobody's helping her. Everybody's just shooting it with their mm-hmm. iPhone. And uh, more and more people start to chase her, people with chainsaws, and there's fires, and yet there's... weird, weird masks, too. Mm. There's creepy... Look, these images, it looks so normal, and these people with the iPhones, you see that all the time, but in this context, you just... It's driving you crazy. You don't understand why they're just... They're just filming. And they're just filming, and it's some. Sometimes it's families that are filming. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like they're watching animals at a zoo. So, having said that, we won't give anything away. But yes, I would say that's mm-hmm. my favorite episode. Um, what's your second favorite episode? Hmm, I think I'm gonna have to go with, and and this is a real testament to this. Um, to the show, there's been a lot of international interest. First of all, um, Stephen King is is ridiculously interested in it, which is you know quite the uh, quite the testament to the the level of writing and also how gripping this series is. And the one I think that I I like the most is actually um, rumored to be optioned by Robert Downey Jr. for movie rights. And the episode is named "The Entire History of You." And this is something that was always a kind of a nightmare of mine, although I'm not that interesting, so I don't really know why this would scare me. <laughs> but it's the ability to implant microchips into people by, by choice, and they can record every aspect of their waking life. And then they can have a little playback with friends can be around for drinks, and you can say, hey, this was me going to my interview. What do you think? And they all sit around and critique your uh, your behavior, and everything is recorded so i'm sure there's people thinking yeah, I don't think I'd like to be <laughs> No, but it's, it is amazing because they set it up. The guy is at his job and he's uh, being interviewed for this uh, for this higher position. And he feels like he's blown the interview. So he goes home to his wife. They're having a party. And he says to the party, mm. I think I blew the interview. And then he's able to play back 
the interview to the uh, to the people at the party, and so it's his it's his point of view, uh, his POV, and they're saying, yeah, but she's writing notes, he's doing this, and then uh, then further to which he thinks he sees his girlfriend, his wife, or his girlfriend at this party, um, being hit on by this other guy, and again he replays that segment to himself. So it's it's like, oh, how neat would it be to replay every second in your life? But then Absolutely. Be On the careful what you mm-hmm. wish for, right, is the message. And it just goes Definitely. deeper and deeper into that. That is such a cool concept, and yet it, and yet very, very creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the, the benefits, absolutely. Because, and, and these shows, too, I would really recommend, not because I'm a scaredy cat, but watching them with people because it really opens a lot of, dis- of discussion. And bear in mind, the other, the other episodes, they all have... You know, there's a, a dystopian future. There's uh, another episode which was very, very well received, um, Be Right Back, which is a little bit more um, not really creepy. It was one of those, again, they're all thought-provoking, but it's more of an emotional type of episode. So very original, written by the uh, the same writer, uh, Charlie Brooker. Brooker, I think is his name, but uh, yeah. Absolute great day entertainment, great evening with friends, have a few drinks, and uh, definitely some uh, some food for thought there. Well, and they touch on some things that you think, yeah, you know what, maybe that could happen. So be right back. Again, I'll try to give it to uh, our audience in 30 seconds mm-hmm. or less. Uh, this uh, The boyfriend tells his girlfriend, I'll be right back, I'm just dropping off the rental truck. Well, he doesn't come back. And she finds out later on that he's died. He's died in a car crash. And someone says at the funeral, you know, there's this new app that you can get. And uh, your, your, your loved one can, uh, can contact you when you can talk to him. They take everything from your computer and your photos and your, uh, all the memory in your, in your, your phone. And they compile, uh, you know, a, a memory so that it's his voice. And, and she tells the woman to get lost at the funeral. But as she's thinking about it over the next couple of weeks, she mm-hmm. starts to... Th- then she goes on to the, the... She uses the app, and now she's talking to her boyfriend. And she's telling him, you know, about uh, the baby she's going to have and blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then it just gets full-on creepy after that because he says you know for a lot of money for quite a bit of money there is the upgraded version of this app you can actually order me you can get me and this box arrives and i won't say anything more Uh but wow creep-o-rama again you're thinking ooh, and then the characters are so they're so compelling even the ones that are are kind of obnoxious you just think well yeah i can i can see myself in this situation or i can sort of imagine hmm these scenarios very easy to say oh no i'd never do that because we are so slammed with technology and how it can quote unquote enhance our lives and i think that's what a lot of the 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 recurring themes in this show actually are and it's things that we are going to relate to and be somewhat discomforted by and maybe you know, again, have um, have a lot of discussion about the the pros and cons of uh, of technology and uh, what it's what it's doing for us or what it's doing to us. Emery, let me ask you this: Why are British people so creepy? 
How are they so good um, at the creepy factor? Well, first of all, Judy Cruin, thank you very much for that compliment. Um, <laughs> do you know, I'm, I'm going to tell you what I told somebody the other night. There's, there's something about, I'm a Londoner, and uh, we, have very, we have very creepy light, lighting in the UK. I always look horrible when I go back home. And I think what it is, it's something to do with the fact that there's this very atmospheric kind of weather system that's always hovering over the, the British Isles. And... Our street lamps are orange so that nothing shows in color, and it's all very dim. So you can sort of understand why Jack the Ripper got away with it and um, why we all have this very sort of macabre kind of, um, I guess, fascination with, uh, with things that are a little bit... Um, yeah, a little bit on the dark side. So, uh, yeah, I'm blaming the weather. There we are. <laughs> okay, blaming the weather. Well, you know, uh, I've got to tell folks, once again, <clears throat> please, please check out Black Mirror. Absolutely. It is, a, it's worth the watch, and the beauty of it is it's uh, only a couple of episodes per season. I caught it on Show Me, but I'm As sure it's out there on, yeah, on, on other sources, but... Um, <clears throat> I I just just loved it, and it's not too creepy. Uh, you'll only probably have maybe a couple Seems bottles of red wine. Yeah, right. <laughs> Absolutely. I well, would I would <clears throat> encourage you to croon. And uh, I just want to mention that I haven't seen this yet. I don't know if you did, but there was a Christmas special with John Hamm, and I don't think I found that yet. So. What? I, yes, exactly. So John if anyone, and was, anyone in can, was in the Christmas special of Black Mirror, this oh. is breaking news right here. <laughs> right here on the Judy Croon Show. Right here on the Judy Croon Show. <laughs> and the episode is called White Christmas. Um, now, it was only last Christmas, so I, I guess our... Um, our streaming channels, you know, maybe they're a little behind and, oh. you know, not to, not to cast dispersions anywhere. Just to let you guys know, it is out there and I will be frantically uh, searching web in about five minutes. <laughs> trying to find it. <laughs> well, you know what? Please, please send me the link and we'll, uh, we'll get it Absolutely. All I- legal and above board, I might add. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I've uh, had the pleasure of chatting with freelance writer and book and media major Amory McLaughlin. We are talking about, please run, do not walk to your television set or iPad. Turn this on, Black Mirror. It's definitely worth watching. Two thumbs up. Amory, thank you so much. Thank you, Judy, for uh, giving me this opportunity. I like talking about this stuff. And yes, the British are creepy. <laughs> <laughs>